Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick. Today's episode is brought to you by SiteLock. SiteLock is a global leader in website security solutions, currently protecting over 1 million WordPressers. I like that, right? WordPressers. Through website scanning, web application firewall, status application security testing, and more. And their easy-to-use website security management plugin puts everything in a convenient security dashboard, a.k.a. your website, (laughs) so you can stay on top of any threats without ever leaving WordPress. Visit them today at sitelock.com forward slash WPChick. Again, that's sitelock.com forward slash WPChick, as in me. (laughs) I'm a little punchy today, guys. I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) You're in for a treat. I say that every week. I I mean that um, a tad bit bit sarcastically. And I'm actually recording this. Uh, It's not the evening just yet. It's about 5pm. And I tend to record earlier. Um, But it's been a lovely day. Ever had just that time when things are flowing? And I think the flow is because I have learned to settle down a little bit about stuff, meaning I don't get, um, how do I want to say this? I just am not spending anymore about stuff. It's like if something happens, it's like, okay, that happened. Fix it. Move on. Today's show, Google Money, my favorite new tools and going all in. <laughs> this is going to be, um, I, I say it's going to be all over the board, but I haven't even started. So how about we go ahead and give us a chance to not be all over the board? So when I was coming up with this post title, I decided to go with Google and, and I decided to go with Google Money. I sort of had this scary thought like, Huh. Like the idea of Google money probably isn't as far-fetched as it sounds, right? I mean, we have Bitcoin, which I'm going to be super transparent and just tell you right off the bat that don't really get it. No desire to. <laughs> no interest in learning about it. Um and then of course, we have uh well we we don't really have it, but if you're a fan of Mr. Robot, there's Ecoin. I think that's what they call it the show. Uh but since we don't live in the fictional world of Mr. Robot, nor is Google creating its own currency. Let me try to get back on topic here. So if you've been listening to this show and hopefully Freedom Papers, uh, which if you haven't heard that, head over to freedompaperspodcast.com, shameless self-plug for my other show, you know that one of the things that I've been talking about a lot lately is the Acres of Diamonds idea. And I'm sorry for those of you who are you know, reading my emails and listening on both shows if this is getting redundant, but there's a really, there's a really good reason I'm, I'm focusing on this and, and talking about it a lot. First of all, if you're not familiar with Acres of Diamonds, um, I will keep this quick for those of you who know the story already. It was actually a speech given in like 1916, uh, Robert. Conwell. I just put this in an email yesterday in my brain. Um, I think it was 1916 or 1901. Anyways, and the stories of, it's a story about a farmer who the farmer has a profitable farm. Um, he's happy in his life. He's happy with his farm. Uh, he meets somebody and I, I forget off the top of my head if it's a traveler who says there are, uh, diamonds 
and the farm is not don't don't think middle of america farm think like persia farm like far away where there's mountains and stuff too um and he hears that there are people are finding diamonds and they're mining for diamonds so the the farmer decides he wants more and so he starts going and looking for diamonds he starts mining for diamonds and what happens is he ends up spending all of his a lot of time and wealth mining for diamonds everywhere but his own farm he gets frustrated he sells his farm and lo and behold there were diamonds on his own farm uh under it in it i don't know how you reference that but you know and so the idea behind this is that we probably i i know i am for sure but a lot of businesses are sitting on their own acres of diamonds, whatever that looks like for you. And so maybe it's content that you can turn into a product. Uh, You know, a great example, this is a friend of mine, I have never done maintenance for websites. It's just not something I've ever wanted to do. Um, But she went back and, you know, she's got it, not automated, but for those of you who do it, you know, there are a lot of great tools that you can set up maintenance for and simply went back and offered it to a handful of previous clients, most of them said yes, some paid for the year up front. That's an awesome example of Acres of Diamonds. So this is where my Google money comes in, right? And I think this happens because we get so close to our own stuff that we forget to take a step back and look at what we've created or accomplished from a different perspective. You know, it's like um, the stuff, it, it, take WordPress as an example. If you've been using WordPress for a while, it, you just think you make assumptions. I know I do that everybody knows what you know, or just those basic things, right? Like I had um, a client that I'm trying to close up. Um, it's getting a little frustrating. <laughs> Site's been done, and and literally I got the question of, well, how do I how do I manage the site now? And I said, well, you didn't hire me for training, and well, I'm a little concerned, and it's like. Well, you know, it's not really my problem. And you guys, you think I'm, I, that sounds harsh, <laughs> but I, I really step back and it's like, I didn't know he didn't know WordPress when he hired me. And could you say that that's my responsibility? Yes, but you're also talking to somebody who's ready to start winding down that element of life. This site has been going on oh, for months. And either way, I just don't think to ask that was my point, right? And so... But when someone comes to you because they have a WordPress blog elsewhere, you sort of assume they know what they're doing, right? Six one, that's a little bit of a pissy rant on my part. Um, I was trying to think about this to you guys. I was like, well, when you buy a car, do you expect the dealer to teach you how to drive? Do you expect the dealer to show you how to change the oil, to to change out your brakes, all of those things? Like, I really started look. It's I, I honestly think that this space of websites. It's it's truly, um, and actually, it's probably online marketing in general. We're going sideways, so bear with me. And I will get back to Google money. It's fascinating because you could take any space with online marketing, content management, copywriting, um, social media, video production, audio, podcasting, right? And people get frustrated if they purchase something and it's not for the absolute beginner, Right. And so you, so let's say, I'm trying to think of a good example of this. So let's say, um, I don't know if social media is, is the right concept of this. Here's a great example. Like, let's, you know, I've been talking 
with John about doing a podcast course. And I had done something similar a few years ago, but just breaking it down because I think technology has gotten better. It's easier. There's more tools. Well, that would be like somebody buying a podcast course and then being frustrated because they don't know how to manage their WordPress blog, right? Their WordPress site, which is where the podcast needs to run from. We pull the feed from there. That's how I do it anyways. There's other options, but so the point being, it's like, it, it's not, it's not my responsibility that you know what you're buying. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know what you don't know. That was a little bit of a rant, but I think you guys are getting it. Um, I hope you are. And I'm going to tell you, the other thing is that the more I share this stuff, and I really hope it doesn't come across as bitchy or I know it's sarcastic <laughs> at times. I, I, that just, that just runs in my blood. I don't know what else to tell you, but it's not to be mean or or crappy towards people who don't understand it. But oftentimes that lack of technology understanding gets people pissed. And instead of saying, look, I don't know how to do this. I don't understand it. Can I hire you? That would be key, right? Uh, can I hire you? And don't make comments like, oh, I'm assuming this is an extra cost then. It's like, well, Yes, yes, actually, it is an extra cost, right? <laughs> I, I don't get anyways. Um, so I hope it doesn't come across that way. And I'm thinking somebody would have told me by now if I was coming across like a complete skadoosh. Um, okay, what is Google money? So in this case, it's AdSense revenue. So you'll notice, right, that I don't have AdSense. <laughs> I couldn't put that word <laughs> quickly in one word. I don't have AdSense ads on my site. And the funny thing is, you guys, I remember um, reading the AdSense code by Joel Kahn when it came out. This was probably 2007, eight-ish, right around when I was starting my business. And I really thought, okay, I can do that, right? And this is when people were, was it Jeremy Shoemaker who got like a hundred, like a six-figure AdSense check for a month or something once? Um, different internet today, <laughs> right, than it was then. But where I I do use AdSense finally um, and ads essentially. So don't think those ancient little <laughs> sidebar, which there, there is no more sidebar in Google, but a uh, search, you know, the it's not that. It's not those old ugly text ads, um, but is YouTube. So I finally took a harder look at my YouTube channel and have begun doing some tutorial videos again. I had gotten away from them over the last year and a half because when I went all Apple, I did not like Camtasia for the Mac. And for some reason, ScreenFlow, I didn't like the zoom and pan. And when you're doing tutorial videos, it's kind of important to be able to do a good zoom and pan um, until their recent update, which I love. Hence the new Thrive videos that I did. So I had always put my videos up on YouTube, but I never really dove into what I needed to do to ensure they were optimized and working for me. So first of all, forget the monetization piece of it, right? Never added annotations, never added subscribe, nothing. The videos were working for me in terms of building an audience and people connecting with me, but there was so much more I could do, which is when I reached out to my friend, Steve, um, who, by the way, I'm going to just tell you guys right now, and I better write this down because I'm going to forget. If you go to the wpchick.com forward slash Steve, um, hold on, I have to write this down. You can get on an early bird list. He's just going to teach a one-off class on this, you guys. And it, there's there's no high ticket course. It's going to be um, an inexpensive course. Sorry if you heard the dogs there. 
Um, but yeah, just, I don't know, under 30, 40 bucks or whatever. But he's going to show you exactly what he showed me to do with my YouTube channel. And I just, I knew that I needed to get a much better grasp on YouTube so that I could take this channel. You guys, I've got, first of all, <laughs> me and my disclaimers, right? I'm not interested in becoming a YouTuber. Like, I don't want to, you know, go buy some huge YouTube course. And I, mind you, I've actually got lights and I could do green screen. I don't, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> um, but I like doing the tutorial videos. I wouldn't mind doing some more, excuse me, in front of the camera, but probably live streaming Facebook. I don't know, whatever. I simply wanted to do a better job with what I had already uploaded and what I'd be uploading in the future. Because remember, <laughs> I am not trying to create more work in my life. There is no more hustle for this check. <laughs> I am effing the hustle. Um, so after having Steve take a look at my channel and um, what I was doing, which was quite frankly more about what I wasn't doing, I followed a few simple suggestions of his and went about my happy way, then got a notification of payment. It doesn't quite come in from Google the way it does uh, PayPal, <laughs> but I got an email that I just received $120 payment for AdSense for the month, i.e. Google money, right? Uh, thank you more, please. So, I mean, I have a decent amount of subscribers and views, um, but now, so I would say, and again, you guys, these are just WordPress tutorials, but this is one of those things that I just did it. And if I have learned nothing else that's taken me eight years to get, it is that, you know, small, consistent action that that's going to get you there so much faster than like a big launch or like planning this and planning that. It's like simply stick with stuff and do it at your own pace. There's obviously ways that you can speed things up. But again, so I've got, I don't know, 150, 70,000, 170,000 views or something, maybe just shy of 1,300 subscribers. So what will that look like when I go back? And optimize those videos, like really do what Steve taught me in terms of, you know, tags and, and descriptions and annotations and subscribe now on the video. Like there's so much more that I can do. Uh, and, and so I've got a little bit of work ahead of me. Again, I've got a handful, a decent chunk, I would say, of videos. And of course, then my next step that I've started, I've, I think I've done one or two, but is putting the podcast on YouTube where I've got a new uh, thumbnail, like a YouTube thumbnail. And I am using a tool called tunes to tube. I had to make sure I didn't say it backwards tunes to tube.com. Um, and because of the length of the podcast, I uh, paid for it, but it's like 50 bucks for six months or something. So what is that? Like eight 20 a month or so? I don't know. <laughs> I can do math eight 30 a month. Um, so all I do is I upload the thumbnail, the description, the title, and I upload the audio to it. And then it automatically sends the video to my YouTube channel. Now I could do that myself. I know, but this is, it's just easier. My point is that this is a perfect example of acres di of diamonds in action, right? Like, do you have something that you could put some time and energy into and monetize? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think people are kind of at the point now where they expect the ads on YouTube. It's like it's free, right? So ads don't really bother me. I click skip ad or I download the MP3. But it's a great example. So just start thinking or let, let's take this because I love to do this on the fly stuff in a different direction. Do you have content? So I was I was on a uh, mastermind call today uh, that I'm going to be sharing is this in this post. 
I was on a mastermind call earlier and we were talking about Clamor, which is an app for the phone. It's a web app too, but Clamor will allow you to create 24 second sound bites and you can share them. You know, I don't, if you've been listening to the show, I interviewed the founder, um, Parviz Parvizi, gosh, well over a year ago, but you can create these sound bites. You can dictate the image thumbnail. You can dictate the landing page. And so what you could do is go back to a piece of written content, record a 24 second soundbite, and then use it to drive traffic. Because again, you can play the audio in the Facebook and Twitter feed, which is different. Like videos play, but not like if you're just dropping an MP3 link, it's not going to work, right? So that's something else you could do. Do you have content that do you have stuff you've already created? This is the Acres of Diamonds in action. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking in circles. Let's jump into uh, my favorite new tools. So you guys know I'm a total geek about finding tools and plugins to use, right? And as I write this, <laughs> it's funny, like as I was as I write this, I'm speaking to you, right? But I've got the post in front of me. But as I was writing this, I was like, maybe I should bring this topic up with my therapist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I love, there's just something, I think it keeps me um, excited, you know, and it doesn't mean I dive into everything by any means, but if I find something useful, I like to share it. So there are a couple new tools and plugins I've been using a lot lately, and I wanted to share them with you guys. So a couple of them you're going to hear more about because I have done interviews with the founders, and we'll talk about that, but I didn't want you to have to wait for those interviews to go live, and you could go check them out. So the first tool that I'm having a ton of fun with is uh, a WordPress plugin. And of course, by one of my favorite companies, Thrive Themes, but it's the Thrive Headline Optimizer. Now, this is not a new plugin. It was released earlier this year. So it's kind of newish, right? Um, Hold on. I wanted to pull up the screenshot so I could (laughs) share the headlines with you guys. Um, But I've, I've finally started using it more. It's (laughs) When I, you guys, when I talk about going back to fundamentals, this is one of those things. How many times have you heard people talk about email marketing and copywriting and split testing? These are things that are direct response strategies. They're not tactics. They're not new social platforms. They're not new. Do you know what I'm saying? It, it's, they've stood the test of time, I should say, with marketing. So, here, here's what the Thrive headline optimizer, and it, it's so easy to use, you guys. You literally just, so you install the plugin, and then when you're writing your headline, um, I'm going to pull it up. So you write the headline, and then you can click add new headline right below it, right? And so you can add a variation to start a headline test. You can do one, you can do 12. It's totally up to you how many, um, how many tests you want to run. So I wrote a post recently called The Hidden Cost of Service Work People Never Talk About. Now, before I share the headlines, that was the headline I went with to to write the post. Um, I do use the co-schedule headline analyzer. I, I totally love it. And, you know, it's funny because as I was thinking about this, the headline analyzer uses criteria, right? Now, the meaning the co-schedule headline analyzer, the other one is headline optimizer. This is going to be fun. Um, but the analyzer gives you a score based on certain criteria, emotional words. You've used this word. This is a common word. This is a stop word, right? So you can kind of play and rewrite. So I did that. I, I played with, I think I had like six headlines and the top four all were within a point or two of each other. 
and the one I chose had the highest score. Okay. So the, the hidden cost of service work people never talk about, which by the way, if you haven't read the post, uh, got a lot of traction actually. Um, and because the, the topic, uh, the, the hidden cost is that, that time suck, that energy suck, that brain suck that happens. Like as an example, what did I spend? And that was a few minutes, but this site that's been done for days, right? That I'm sitting here, just fricking close it out, right? It's this, oh yeah, that's out there. Oh yeah, it's out there. And so there's this sort of, it's like, um, <laughs> I was gonna, it's not like an energy vampire, but there is that little, little element that just, it's like niggling, right? Like, <laughs> have you guys ever saw that Simpson episode? Um, it, it, I think it was one of the very beginning episodes, but where Bart got a tattoo and then he went and got it removed, I think. <laughs> and so Lisa keeps poking the tattoo. Ouch, quit it. Ouch, quit it. Ouch, quit it. Right. So that's kind of like this, this, that's the cost of service work that people don't talk about. Anyways, the headline. So, so that was the control. That was the original headline. And then here were the three that I ran against it. So there's a total of four. The second one is the cost of service work that people are afraid to talk about. The cost of service work that no one talks about. Service work and the hidden cost no one talks about. And I know these are all right. And it's funny because I was talking with John. He's like, I like the afraid one. And that's an emotional word, right? So the winner easily, which there's a screenshot in, in the post. If you guys want to head over and check it out. And then there's a, um, there's a graph. So when you go to view the test, right? So you'd say, okay, I'm going to go pick a winner after it's been running. Um, so the control has an engagement rate of 34.76%. The next, the winner, which was the cost of service work people are afraid to talk about had engagement rate of 56.59%, which equates to an improvement of 62.8% over the control. Then the next two, I won't read them again, this is going to get boring, but the engagement was 47% and the engagement rate was 43. So the control, right, the original headline, and you know, it's funny, I think I should ask them because it's always the original headline the control that has the worst engagement rate. So I'm wondering if it's because the others start getting more traffic. And I, I don't know. I'd be curious, but I think it's all based on content views to engagement and then engagement rate. So, um, but yeah, so then all you do is you just, you can actually set it so that the winner is automatically detected and set. But I like to go in and see it because what it does for me is. I feel like I get better at copy when I see what's working with this, but that's literally all you guys have to do. So you install the headline optimizer, you create a few headlines to start the test. Um, I should put a, I'm thinking a screenshot that says add new headline, but I think you guys get the point. Um, And then you just go select the winner, right? And the goal is engagement. So the winning headline had a 62.8, almost 63% improvement over the control. So not too shabby. Uh, yeah, this it's one of those things. And I always say this, like, clearly, I think that I'm going to be all inspired to sit on my laptop all night long, because I'm like, Oh, I can just do that when I'm watching TV. But as I sit here with, I told you about my poor, I'm whiny today about my poor tennis elbow. I have wrist guards on too. 
and I have an ergonomic mouse. Okay, next tool. This is a web app. It is Snappa. And um, so the Thrive Headline Optimizer, it's Thrive Themes, and I'll have the link in the show notes. And if it's possible to have an affiliate link, these are affiliate links, guys. Uh, Snappa, though, is snappa.io. And all I can say is where has this been all my life? So first of all, I do have an interview coming up with Chris Gimmer of Snappa. So you'll get the full inside scoop on the tool and I'm going to do a couple videos, but I am in love with Snappa. Now, the recovering Catholic in me feels a little bit guilty because I do love Canva too. Snappa is a graphic tool, okay? But I'm going to tell you why I prefer it, actually. Um, I use... I, I still use Canva, but I use it more for creating PDFs, right? Um, because I love how they come out. They're gorgeous. However, I'm not super fond of the way Canva works when it comes to resizing images for use on different social platforms. Snappa makes this ridiculously easy. So once you create your graphic and you guys, again, if you go to the post, you'll see I did a screenshot of the resize graphic. And uh, so what you do is you just click resize graphic and there's two choices. You can do a custom size or you can select from social media posts, blogging and infographics, headers, and there's more, but that's all that would fit in the window. (laughs) Um, Or you can, so I said custom size. So once you select it, you can say overwrite current graphic or open as a new graphic, right? And then you save all of these to a library, obviously. Um, But what's awesome, it's so easy then to drag and drop stuff it makes it really easy. And now I know Canva has this magic resize. Uh, but the last time I did it, it was like, I go to do magic resize and it opens like 12 tabs all at once. And it's like, what? It, I don't know. It just does not feel it. it I just prefer snap. I'm going to tell you that right now. I love the way I can create different size graphics. So what I do even with my post titles is I'll go in to make a Twitter graphic and then I do a resize custom for the post uh, and which I'm going to have to redo all these images anyways. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> um, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And let me just tell you, since I've been using Snappa and here's a cool thing. So they do have a built-in photo library. So if you've, whether or not you want to sign up for Snappa, I think it's 15 bucks a month. There is stocksnap.io, which is their photo library. And, you know, there's so many great resources now for nice looking photos on to uh, royalty free photos that you can use. But it's cool because so, and if you look at this business model, they have built up an audience. So you have to sign up. I think you have to sign up to use StockSnap. Do you? Hmm. I don't remember. You might have to, but I've been signed up for a long time. And then I, we, you get, um, I get an email from StockSnap once a, once a week that says, Oh, your new photos have arrived. Uh, and then you can go check them out. So there's that. They have graphics in there too, but they keep adding more features. So. Uh, recently they've added the ability to move a couple of elements at a time. So as an example, I'm trying to think. So let's say you have a headline. You've got a colored block <laughs> with a headline. So you click on the colored block, then you press shift and click on the headline and it moves it. Think grouping layers if you're in the Photoshop. So you can move a couple elements at a time as opposed to removing everything, right? Because then you, when you resize it, you're going to have to adjust a few things. But you guys... It, I just, I absolutely love it. I'm super happy. But a couple of the other new features, obviously, they've got folders for storing your images, which is great because I have a couple clients that we do some of this for. Um, they've added text shadow, ebook covers, infographics, and I'm sure I'm missing something. But 
it's kind of my go-to now for all my social images and um, which I used it to create the image for this blog post, this podcast post. Alrighty. Tool number three, where are we at on time? Okay. So the next tool um, is another WordPress plugin. And I, I also have an interview coming with one of the founders, Dustin Stout. Uh, but after I talked to him, I'm like, all right, I have to, I have to dry this plugin again. So I'm, I'm a dork, you guys. Like I, <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you ever get like, Oh my God, that looks so great. I got to get this. And you get it. And it's like, then something goes sideways and it's like, oh, I don't feel like figuring this out. Next thing you know, it's like, Oh my God, I totally bought that like eight months ago. <laughs> oh, please tell me I'm not the only one who does this. So I bought it when it had come out. And, um, I, I honestly don't remember what the issue was that I had with it on my site. My guess is it was just a, p- a plug in conflict and. I never opened a support ticket or asked anybody. I was like, I don't feel like dealing with this right now. So I just uninstalled it, you know, hashtag call me lazy. So uh, when I talked to Dustin, though, I was like, oh, my God, first of all, you have to take a look. I love their sites, the way they look. And Dustin's site is Dustin.tv, but it's Dustin without the I. So D-U-S-T-N.tv. Um, and his story's great. You're great. He was, he was a super fun interview, which all of them are, but you're going to love his story. And so after I talked to him, because I I didn't know the features that made this different than a simple social sharing plugin. Note to self, read the features page better next time. Okay. So first of all, I love the way it looks. Like you guys know me and I'm like, oh, it's pretty. I like it. Right. So um, the social sharing, sharing buttons look great. There are a few different styles. Um, and I love the the different positions. Uh, and you'll see, again, if you go to one of my posts, because I'm using this on this site, and we're using, there's a different, we're using a different um, style, a little bit on Freedom Papers. Um, but you can dictate different images for sharing. So as an example, have you ever done, so like in this post, <laughs> I have to, I'm going to do a new image, but it's 800 wide by 500 high, right? That's the size of the, the featured post image. Um Future, yeah, I was like, did I say that correctly? Well, that's going to look dumb on Pinterest, right? Pinterest has these big, tall images. So what you can do is you can di- dictate. I cannot speak tonight. You can dictate a sort of default social image, and then you can put in a Pinterest image. And then you can go ahead and add in a custom tweet uh, and custom text for the Pinterest image. Because what happens otherwise is that people share it and it's going to be the post title on a permalink or, you know, shortener. So you get to dictate that with social warfare. Um, <clears throat> and I absolutely love it. And this really came, I, I sh- I'm really thinking I should do like a marketing stack. Have you guys heard that terminology? Like here's the stack of tools that I use essentially. Um, but it's because it's, it's been, a priority to me to step up my social media efforts. And I don't think I'm ever going to be, and I don't know, maybe never say never. One of those like, get it right, perfect, do it consistently all the time, everything. But I know that I'm doing a much better job uh, thanks to Snappa now. And then of course, I use CoSchedule. Why have I not done a full review post on them? Just it's going to be epic and it's going to take some time. But I absolutely love CoSchedule because it keeps it all going for me. So I want you know, wanting to make sure that I'm putting 
I was going to say my best foot forward or a better foot forward. <laughs> um, social warfare does that. And it's, you know, I'll tell you guys, it's super fun that, um, I, I used to be, uh, apprehensive about putting the share counts. So I was like, it looks lonely. <laughs> Nobody's sharing it, right? That's kind of sad. Oh God, I should, <laughs> I'm going to, did I play this? I think I played my, Bah, bah, bah. I've got a little sound effect app. Well, now that I did that, I probably should play it for you guys, huh? I turned my phone off. That's not going to happen. Anyways, really, do I think I've got a radio show with sound effects? Anywho, <laughs> I, I just, it's, I'm really having fun seeing the shares even. And it doesn't matter to me if it's like, you know, six Facebook, one tweet. Well, you don't see the Twitter. I don't know why Twitter did that uh, with accounts and stuff. Or maybe I'm just not getting any tweets. I'll double check. Uh, but I love the click to tweet too. So I was using the, um, I've used tweet dis and then click to tweet by today made, which is co-schedule actually. Um, and something went wonky recently with the today made, which is a free plugin in the repository. So when I saw that social warfare had these super pretty options, um, yeah, that's what we're going to use. So now, of course, I have to go back and change the click to tweet and all of my posts, right? So I'm in it for the long haul with this because I'm tired of changing these things up. So there you have it, you guys. Those are the three tools I'm using a lot and loving. So to reiterate, Thrive Headline Optimizer. And it's just, it's fascinating to me, you guys, to see which which headlines went out. Um, I started just doing two. You know, and then if you're in the mood to write, try three, then four, whatever you feel like doing. But because I had been testing the headlines with the co-schedule already, um, and this was, I probably do things backwards. Like when I go to write, I just go to write. Like I don't do this massive editorial calendar, which co-schedule will let you really plan stuff out. It's just not the way my life flows. So I actually go to the site. The, the link, which is just coschedule.com forward slash headline dash analyzer, I think. If you stick that in Google, it's going to come up. So because I'd already been testing them there, and it only took a couple seconds, right? It's all there in one window. I was like, well, paste the top four in and see what happens. So it's great. So we've got Thrive Headline Optimizer. We have Snappa, and that is snappa.io. What up, Chris Gimmer? And you guys are going to really enjoy the interview with him. It's a great tool. I'm telling you. And it's clean. It's very clean. I like the white space. Um, and then there is social warfare, which is by warfare plugins. And so both, um, I've got links to everything in the post. All right. What am I going all in with? Oh, I don't know. Kind of everything in life at this point, <laughs> but specifically, we're going to talk about three things before we talk about the go all in. I know this, it's not like a tease. But I've just been thinking recently, I'm going to get a little uh, mush ball on you guys. If you listen to the episode where I talked about the effortlessness that was the creation of Freedom Papers, the podcast with John, um, I started to think about podcasting in general and how much I absolutely love it, right? And when I look back at my business, which we're eight and a half years. So March of 2017 will be nine years. Wow, that's a trip. I don't know why that sounds so much bigger than eight, right? Anyways, um, when I look back, when I launched this podcast, I just wanted to have fun. I was so detached from 
what happened with it, where it went, what direction, like I didn't, and I didn't know enough about podcasting, first of all. So in that sense, it kind of wasn't ignorance is bliss, right? That I didn't, I, I didn't have any preconceived ideas um, about it. And people were definitely doing sponsorships and I don't think it was as common maybe as it is today, but it made me the happiest. And I thought, hold on. <laughs> like I had to sort of do, you know, I'm this, um, I, I've told you guys, I believe in energy and all that kind of stuff. And what we focus on is what expands. And it's, um, it's one of those things that I was like, wow, nothing has done for my business, what the podcast has done. And initially it's, it's sort of those intangibles, the relationships, the connections, the friendships, absolutely income has come from it, but I was detached from it. Right. And, and I was telling somebody today, I was like, you know, I could podcast all day. Like it would make me, I do enjoy the writing too, but this is kind of a piece of where I'm going. Um, but I, I, could not be here without you guys. So thank you for listening. And I just, life feels, I'm so appreciative and so grateful for the flow that is occurring in my life. Um, and life is ebb and flow, right? It's ups and downs. But when, when we launched Freedom Papers and the response and, and the comments and the reviews and stuff, it's, it made me realize I, I, I would not have met John Prez, you guys, without this podcast. Um, just the friendships and I, I don't know. Anyways, that was a little bit of a mushy moment to say thank you. I am so appreciative that you tune in weekly, um, that you share it, that you respond, you email me, what all of it, all of it, because really, this is my happy place. Okay, and we're going to go back to going all in. So what I want to talk about, there's three things that I'm going to go all in with. So the first is a revamp of my site, which should be done mid-September. <laughs> in the post I wrote, I'm scared. Actually, I'm not afraid to flip the theme, but truly with the style that I'm going to, um, I'm going to have to go back and change all of the images in my posts. So there's that. So that should be fun. Um, but it's, it's going to reflect the new direction of the site and it's all going to be good stuff. And I will do a post, uh, and probably a podcast episode about the direction and, you know, it's, I love the theme when, uh, when my designer did it. And then, so when I say this stuff, you guys remember, I have a team and I am grateful that I get to say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. Can you do a mock-up for me? Um, but there's too much going on. There's just too much going on. And I know the direction I'm going and I'm simplifying a lot. And then that simplicity allows me to focus better. Um, so revamp of the site is coming email marketing. So if you're not on my list, first of all, why are you not on my list? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really shouldn't write when I'm this punchy, but um, if you're not on my list, of course, I'd love for you to su subscribe. But if you are on my list, you will see that I've totally changed the way I've been emailing. So I have been following the model of daily emailing thanks to Ben Settle and his amazing email players newsletter, which I get every month physically in the mail. Um, but I'm absolutely loving it, you guys. And this is one of those things that let's go back to when you started your business, when you came online and you heard the build your list, build your list, right? Well, it 
it's all of these things that sound trite or or overused. There's a reason they stick around and they don't go anywhere, right? If you if you think about it, like you know why? I'll never forget. I said to my therapist one time. I said, I said, I don't know. This just feels so textbook. And she goes, Kim. She goes, why do you think there are textbooks? We are all so similar, <laughs> right? So there's reasons these st- things stick around. But with email marketing, it really is a true connector. I'm going to tell you, I have been getting better open rates, better click-through rates, and way more engagement. So people emailing me and replying, like today I actually asked people, like, because I the episode with John and I, Freedom Papers, uh, episode seven, one of the topics was email marketing. That was the main topic we talked about. And so I shared that in an email today, but there, it's just the style of email is different, you guys. And it may or may not suit you, but I used to do emails. Like here was an example of an email subject line. It would be like new post podcast and a webinar. They were just boring. It was like, okay, neat. You know, like, and, and so I'm trying to think what was, um, Here's today's, today's subject line was, um, what was today's subject line, Kim? Oh, dang it. I was looking for my, uh, it was something like, oh, here we go. How to parentheses gulp, step it up, meaning like, here we go, right? That stepping it up. And I was talking about, anyway, you got to listen to it. But one of those things for me to step up has been email marketing. So I'm enjoying the process. It's a simple, it's a daily email. There is a style. I'm, I'm paying attention to the copy. There's a, so you've got just a single email. There's no images in it unless there's a fun reference point. Um, and then one link and I'm, I'm digging it. And so I'm committed to sticking with this and getting better at this. Um, so stay tuned for more on that. And I am going to have Ben settle on this show. It's funny because John, we talked about him in. I'm going to give you guys a quick little story. And this is either going to, like I've said before, I think I've said this, you're either going to love this guy or you're going to hate him. Like I think he's that polarizing. Here's a great example. So he calls people <laughs> and it's funny because you know me, like I like to make up words and, and just Kimisms and whatnot. So somebody had subscribed to his list and <laughs> Do you see how simply amused I am? Um, but somebody had subscribed to his list and re- then she got an email and replied back and she said, is there a point to this email? Because if there is, I'm missing it. If there's not, then I'm going to go ahead and then I'll unsubscribe or something. It was very, um, I wonder if, hold on, I had his site up earlier and I'm just going to pull this up. So his, um, and the other thing that's interesting with this too, you guys, and it's not something I've done, but I would like to is he then posts his emails as a blog post. Uh, So that will be coming on my site too, because again, it's all content, right? If you think about it that way, the way he writes, um, let me just see, (coughs) excuse me, if I can find it. Um, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Okay, so I did find it. So so he says, never ever kiss a snowflake's bootay. B-O-O-T-A-Y, or even allow them to stay on your list. Let them haunt the needy marketers who will tolerate it, especially if they take the attitude where they think they're special just because they opted in as if they did you a favor, parentheses, they haven't. So <laughs> um, he, he, he shared the exchange with this snowflake is what he calls snowflake email subscribers. 
So the subscriber says, I'm sorry, but I missed the point of this email. Is there one? If there's no point, I will unsubscribe. So until I hear back with some feasible explanation, you're hanging in a delicate balance. Let's just forget what a snot, <laughs> snotty thing that is, right? Um, El Benbo, as he calls himself, says, already opted you out. You're dismissed. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he's hilariously awesome. Subscriber. Wow, I really missed something. I'm a new follower and you came highly recommended. LOL, which I don't do LOLs personally, but I, clearly I do haha all the time, right? LOL, well, I guess you would go against tradition and everything taught by others. Okay, have a great night. P.S. No one effing dismisses me. Wow, of course she wrote the word, but I don't swear on this podcast. So, well, not going to drop any F-bombs. And then El Benbo, <laughs> P.S. No one effing dismisses me. Wow. He goes, P.S. Uh, or she, his response says, first time for everything, pumpkin. Good luck. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why. It's like, there's, I love the fact that he doesn't defend himself. There's something about it. <laughs> and then he, and here's the beauty of it, right? Is then he gets to share this nonsense online. Like where I've talked to you guys about snarky people. This is going so sideways. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, But he said, do people over 13 years old still end online rants with, wow, six of one? His email methods work, you guys. And my suggestion in, you know, again, you're either, if that bugged you or did not resonate with you, but I'm thinking if you're listening to me, you might find some humor in that. Um, Because I don't think it was mean. (laughs) That's what I love about it. Um, But I learned a lot. I I watched him for a long time. So the beauty of that story to me is like where I say I've watched him for a long time. I probably subscribed to his email for oh close to a year. And then I signed up for email players. And then it's taken me this long. Well, you know what? I'm not even to judge myself for this. And I'm ready at this point to step into to his email style, but I'm doing it in my own voice, right? And and that's where I think it resonates with people. Because as you have heard me say many times before, we're not hustling anymore, folks. It's it's all about trusting yourself and doing things in a way that works for you. And I, it's not supposed to be so hard, guys. I really believe that, which brings me to my last of my three things that I am going all in with. And that is that I am starting a movement. Yep. John and I are officially starting the F the hustle movement. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I can't tell you how many people this is resonating with. Of course, if it does resonate with you, I'd love to hear it. Uh, we we have an episode, I think it's episode eight coming out next week for Freedom Papers, where we, we, we define this whole thing. We're not against hard work. We're not against putting in time. But here's an example, guys. Have you ever been frustrated with something or you, you push, you're trying to figure something out, whether it's technically or making pieces fit together in say a funnel or you've got a product and you're just working and pushing and working and pushing. First of all, it doesn't feel good. And then that is going to impact and affect every freaking area of your life. Um, but I know that if I just stop, if I step away, <laughs> step away from the chaos, if I step away from it and I go take a nap or when it's warm, float in the pool or take a bath. That's my other happy place. Read a book. It doesn't matter. But when I get away from it, when I get some distance, when I get some space, and I, it's like, I can then come back to it. And have you ever had that happen? You come back to it. It's like, oh, well, that took five minutes. Or when I am taking care of myself, I can get twice as much done 
and half the amount of time. And I never feel frenzied, pushed, tired. On the other hand, I have a tendency when I'm inspired, I go, 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 go. And then I collapse. But it's like, I get, I know that I do that now. So it's like, meh, that's right. And then I need to like check out for a few days. So freedom papers. Here's, this is the private members only side that we're launching. And I'm going to tell you guys, like this was, I was a little nervous, like, oh, announce something, right? I'm done. This is my business. <laughs> um, we're providing massive value and this is what this is going to be. So, um, we have a lot of work to do because we're officially launching it in September and I'm going to say probably mid September. Um, but I've got a ton of work to do and we're going to share more details on this, but let me tell you, every episode is getting transcribed and then the transcripts are getting broken into more tangible, actionable, um, I'm not going to do it justice attempting to explain it right now, but it's physically going to get shipped every month. And I'm really, really excited about it. Um, so stay tuned for that. And um, I'm not sure if we're going to just call it F the Hustle. Uh, I, I don't know. But if you're interested, go to freedompaperspodcast.com. Just get on the newsletter list because we're going to have a special price when, when we do open it that um, you'll be grandfathered in for life. So I'll definitely be sharing more as we get closer, but there is some really cool stuff happening. And I just, I feel like a kid at Christmas, you guys, like there is something about that, um, simply being in alignment with what you feel is sort of your right purpose and just for the love, having fun again. It just, I, I'm having fun again. Not that I, you know, I never totally stopped having fun because <laughs> I love doing this and this makes me super happy. And so like, those are my goals. That's what you're you're hearing loud and clear. Uh, the three things we're going to revamp the WordPress chick. I am sticking with my email marketing, and we're going to start a movement. Uh, and you can use ha- hashtag F the hustle. We literally have t-shirts and mugs going into production. Uh, John just he ran a contest on Ninety Nine Designs. We got people to vote, and now the t-shirts and mugs they don't just have the letter F, but they don't spell the word out. It's F at hashtag K. I just couldn't wear a t-shirt. <laughs> I may drop that word in my personal life, but I don't want to walk around with that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the my inner Pollyanna. So there you have it, guys. That is, that's today's episode. And, you know, just again, thank you for being on this journey. Thank you for listening and, you know, sharing and leaving reviews, which, which if you haven't, feel free to, would totally make my day. Um, here we go, guys. We're down, we're down to the last four months of 2016, which is so super bizarre to say, right? Does that just seem weird? It totally is true that the older you get, the faster it feels like time goes. But I am truly looking forward to cooler nights, pumpkin scented everything, you know, just those cozy times. And, you know, to the rain gods listening, please send California some rain. Don't you just wonder when you see like floods? in Louisiana or Texas. It's like, that just seems like we should be able to balance that. I am not even going to go there since a scientist, I am not. Anyways, um, that's it, guys. Have a fabulous uh, weekend. If you're in the United States, we are going into Labor Day weekend. So enjoy your three-day weekend. And for everybody else all over the world, uh, thank you as well. That sounded like I I was trying to thank everybody at once and that just went sideways. So I'll leave you guys tons. I am out of here.